Hello and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter 4, Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my co-host and my good friend, Steve. Hello. And today, we're get, we've got a, like we said yesterday, man, we've got a spicy one for you guys today. This, this is, is like, very, it's almost... Very good chapter. It, it is almost like the climax of it's the... really green chapter, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> green chapter, uh, also violet chapter. I mean, the chapter, and also like, uh, also for a little bit of Canadianity for you folks out there, uh, a little bit yeah. of a Degrassi drama, a little bit of Degrassiness going on in there, right at the beginning. Well, of the any drama, any teen drama in Canada, yeah, is known colloquially as Degrassi. That's Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like at the t- at the top of the chapter here, we have uh, we're we have Egwene talking to Nynaeve uh, regarding the conversation that Lan and Nynaeve had the night before, while Rand was like kind of falling asleep, and the the conversation kind of led to uh, Lan saying, "I must do what I must do, but I love you," and Nynaeve going, "Wah." And that's yeah. That's she's not she's not happy. Yeah, which is like whatever. I mean, life's tough, Nynaeve. I uh, so Egwene goes over to talk to Nynaeve and uh, looks like she calms her mood of whatever is going on, but she also gives like Lan some uh, some sass, st- some sass eyes, you know, like sassafras, hmm. sass eyes. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna sacrifice your time to be with her. And you're gonna, gonna oh, do... uh, uh, uh. And like meanwhile, Lan yeah. is going out and he's chopping trees down. He's fucking uh yeah. he's carrying the entire weight of uh the damage. Ran? No, Lan. Lan, Lan, Lan. He Egwene gives him some sass eyes, while meantime, like Lan is doing everything he can to make sure everybody's safe. He's the only one with a plus five damage that uh, affects the rest of the party to get two plus damage. And you know what I mean? Like, leave the guy alone. He's busy. But he's got negative five heart, negative six love. Yeah, and that's Egwene's point here. I think Rand even has a a little passage where he 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 looks at Egwene. Uh, or he talks to Wayne. I can't exactly remember. Uh, and he's reminded of the fact of Min telling him that he, those two, Egwene and Rand, uh, will never be together, at least in the way that he thinks it means. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a conversation. I can't remember if it was last chapter or this chapter, where Egwene was just like, Rand, would you be my warder? I'm going to become a nice to die. You could... It was the it was the end of uh, last chapter, and it was that was the conversation that led into Nynaeve and Lan, right, expressing their sweetness for each other, right, because um, there was this whole conversation of warders and who's going with who, and Lan said he would like nothing more but to come and be Nynaeve's warder, should she go on to be an Aes Sedai or whatever, right, but he can't. Yeah, because he's uh, he's uh, he's bound by Moraine. Breaks. Um, on top of that, I think there's like uh, it's there's more evidence in this chapter <clears throat> where Nynaeve is shown to have 
Aes Sedai capabilities. And you know when um, Moraine is tearing down that little uh, that that uh, little orb, the little orb that they're hiding in, and basically their, cleaning up, uh, yep. basically clean their safety bubble. Yep, and basically cleaning up camp. Uh, both Egwene and Nynaeve get like a shiver, like they get they get really really cold, and nobody else feels this effect except for Moraine, Egwene, and Nynaeve. So. Uh, there's it's that. like a channeling thing. Yeah, it's like a channeling thing. Um, maybe, maybe nine. But Rand is... can channel. Doesn't Rand? Does Rand feel it? I don't think so. I don't think it's not mentioned in in this chapter if he felt it or not. He sees it. He sees that they're cold, but I don't think th- uh, he feels it himself. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, uh, but pretty much as soon as uh Rand uh Moraine closes that little orb, the safety orb, it's fucking game on man trees it's like oh yeah trees 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 and trees that bleed too trees that bleed like black guck and shit like black goo yeah like rant or land just like in the very beginning this whole like mess of shit he just runs into the forest to like just chop a bunch of trees down and he comes back and he wipes his sword off and the uh the cloth that he wipes his sword with like dissipates because of the black from from the the tree goo from the tree goo it's like acid and isn't there um, it's like aliens like some creatures that come after them as well like from what i read in the book it sounded like they were like giant spiders like they're like giant insectoid kind of things it didn't it just like it didn't really say exactly what they were very 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 vague of what Am I wrong or it was like yeah, it's creatures of the blight. Yeah, is what it, they were referred to as a lot. So yeah, it's like giant spiders and shit. Probably a scorpion mm-hmm. with a battle axe. Yeah, yeah. Anything. And, uh, have fun with it. It can be anything in there. It's crazy. It's it's a it's a nightmare. It's a giant moth flying around with Donald Trump's face on it. Ah, ah! It's all nightmare creatures. Yeah, like could be spiders grasshoppers uh but i wonder why robert jordan didn't decide to like just tell it how it is um instead he just used like vague descriptors you know what i mean Mm, probably not that important because immediately on the heels of this we start getting some worm talk we start talking worms yeah and uh you want to get more into description there i mean we are all the worm description we need um (laughs) the worms actually yeah, I mean, what is it? Giant, giant blade worms? Yeah, like, it's like tremors. Yeah, I think they're more like tremors. Um, when I first heard they them say worms, I Im- immediately thought of dune worms, like giant. You know, plant. I mean, how can you not? Oh yeah, it's if you're reading sci-fi or fantasy and somebody says worms, you mind it automatically goes to dune and duney worms, spicy worms, as my girlfriend would say. Duney. Um, yeah, I would say more like Tremors, but they're like badass though. Like they can eat all the Trollocs and all the Fades, like no problem. Or yeah, and they move in packs. Yeah, they move in packs. And uh, yeah, Trollocs and Fades don't like them, right? Yeah, I think it's part of the reason why. So are Trollocs are Trollocs from the Blight? Like, is this their like homeland? Uh, unclear. Yeah. It's it's hard to say. I don't think so. 
it's it's, honestly i don't think so it just seems too dangerous to be a homeland you know like i feel like the this forest would eat anything that kind of comes into it trollic or not yeah i don't think much things i don't think many things are living in there just spookies yeah um so for lack of a better way to describe the the scenes uh shit just gets dicier and dicier and dicier and dicier and as it gets worse well the worms are getting closer and closer yeah and land sense in the worms yeah land, uh, your worm sense yeah he's got worm sense um and as things are getting worse and the worms are getting closer rand is constantly think like he's 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 like panicking he's like straight up like i i don't know if i can do this i don't know if i can do this I well he knows he does he knows that they can't do it yeah and the worms are getting closer and he at a certain point he's like we're fucked I gotta go fight these worms now. Keep running. And everyone's like, "Don't go fight a worm." He practically bails. Like he almost like straight yeah. up like, "I'm going home," and he was just gonna leave everybody there. And at that second, at that very moment, everybody, we're brought in to the the sweet serenity of Green Man Land or whatever the fucking thing he's he's involved in. But we get we yes, Green Man Land. Green Man Land. Basically, it's like Snoop Dogg appears out of nowhere in a big cape, big gown made of all grass. And he's just got everything you need to get where you you gotta go. <laughs> you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Why aren't we but, writing, I mean, writing fantasy? Like, that's just amazing. I'm right working on it, absolutely. I'm working on it. Uh, but yeah, the Green Man... It just sort of appears out of nowhere. They just sort of find his home or his home found them. Yeah. Unclear which one it is. Well, but, uh, I, I think it has Green to Man do, is. I think it has to do with the, the fact green... that Rand's need to find the Green Man was so severe and they needed to, to get to the Green Man that it triggered the Green Man. Green Man, that's it. Yeah. He knows what you need. He knows what you need. And he's like your he's like your buddy all, from it. yesterday. And I love his I love the description of the green man. He he is just like he's swamp everything's thing. made of grass. He's like swamp thing. Yeah. He's like a wizard. He's a swamp thing wizard. He's a swamp thing wizard. The guy's dope. Um he also drops some knowledge bombs on us. Well not knowledge bombs, but he 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 makes reference to some things that we don't know about yet. Um yeah, he's speaking a lot of mumbo jumbo to everyone. Yeah, he sort of addresses everyone individually. He addresses loyal as an ogier. Says some calls him. You know, hello, my brother. I haven't seen you for a long time. Blah blah. Google gobble. And loyal says the same thing. Yeah, back and forth. He not only like so brother, he identifies Perrin. He calls him little brother. What? Well, I mean, Greenman's presumably like thousands of years old or something. I just think it's cool. Oh, gears are like hello, little bu- little brother, but I guess it's just kind of like the relationship with. Oh, the Ogier calls him little brother. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's kind of cute. He then goes on to identify Perrin as a wolf brother. He just takes a look at him. Oh yeah. And he's like, "Shit, we got a wolf brother up in this." And does Rand even know? I mean. There's so many times in the other chapters beforehand where he's like, his eyes are yellow. Something's wrong with him. His yeah. eyes are yellow. And he's howling at the moon. He's got fur growing on his neck. He's, <laughs> he's got a tail. He's got a tail. So, you know, I think, going on. I think I think we need to get him to somebody. 
Yeah, and then he gets to Green Man gets to Rand and calls him uh child a child of the dragon. Yeah. Which is um interesting because we've we've always considered Rand to be the dragon. You know the I mean? dragon. I mean not always, but from a certain point. Yeah. Maybe always. I yeah, yeah. Main character. I, I don't know. I've I've always considered him to be the dragon. Maybe child of the dragon is just like he's he hasn't leveled up to being the dragon yet, so he's just at the child level. But would that mean that like his his original uh, heritage is from dragon lineage? You know, is he related to Luz Theron Telamon? Luz Theron Telamon. I think it has something to do with the Aeol people and right. the. Loyal mistake mistook Rand for Aiel, and someone else mistook him for Aiel too. And uh, and I think that we got the same thing happening here. Yeah, there's a there's a still a lot of mystery wrapped up in. And he probably is Aiel because we know he's not uh, a Two Rivers guy, right? Yeah, he's definitely not. It's been peppered throughout this whole book, like. People take a look at him. He doesn't look like he doesn't look like a regular two uh, two rivers folk um, because there's a chapter, and I, I believe we've already talked about it, where I think it's loyal or somebody. He looks at Matt and Perrin. He's like, "Those guys are from Two Rivers," mm-hmm. and you, buddy boy, you're too you're too fucking blonde for that. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a likely explanation of what's happening or that there's something maybe there's maybe something else we don't understand at all. I, I don't know. It's I, interesting, though. Something something gives me the feeling that it comes from Rand's heritage. Like it, it, it like maybe maybe he's a descendant of uh, dragons, maybe not a direct descendant like his dad was one, but maybe like from loose terror. His dad was a literal dragon. Like a real dragon? Yeah, definitely. 100%. That's what Aeels are. They're just dragons. It's a whole civilization of yeah. dragons. Dragon people. Dragon people. Love the idea. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch to chew on there, but essentially it just wraps up with him just like going like, hey, you guys look like things that I remember. But there is a passage here. I think it's worth uh, mentioning and reading it. Um, do you want to read it or you want me to read it there, bud? I mean, I don't have it ready. I've got it ready. You can read it. So this is the green man talking to Rand. Strange clothes you wear, child of the dragon. Has the wheel turned so far? Do the people of the dragon return to the first covenant? But you wear a sword. That is na- that is now or that is now nor then. That's that's a lot to chew on there. Like a sword. First covenant that is now nor then. First covenant. Strange clothes. I don't know what that even means. Well, what does he mean by strange sword clothes? that is not strange clothes for an Aeolman? I guess so. I betcha. That's true. Strange because he shouldn't be dressed like a two rivers folk, but he is. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to say, but pretty much first as... covenant. I have no idea. I don't know. Pretty much, I... maybe he's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much uh directly after that though uh green man is like 
All right, let's go see the eye. We'll take. I'll take it to it. It's right over here. I got it in my pocket. Yeah, Maureen's basically like, we're here to see the eye of the world, and Greenman's like, word. Yeah. Follow me. Yeah, let's go. End of chapter. End of the chapter. Um, so this is where I think, like I said in yesterday's episode, which was, this is where I think the climax of the book will happen, and it could be a battle. My money is set more on conversation. I think there'll be some trickery involved. I think Balzaman uh, has... I think Balzaman has put some things in the way and he's done some safeguarding so that when people get to this point, he's not completely screwed over. We'll see. I think this is going to be a big battle. Could be. I think it's going to be awesome. I hope it um, cuts back to the gap and we get to see what happens at the gap. I mean, I see, yeah. I see what happens at the gap every single day. I go to the gap. Whoa! William. I uh, I hope we do see that. Yeah. I just don't want to uh, lose uh, Lord. I don't think, I really don't think we will. Yeah, man, probably not. But I just don't want to lose, we, like... What do we got here? We got four chapters left? Yeah. Not Is a lot. Correct? Oh, wow. Not a lot at all. We're closing in here, folks. Like I said, man. Said like I said yesterday, we are cruising, cruising by. But that that wraps it up today, folks. That's uh, we we are on our way to see the eye and probably wrap up this bad boy with I think a conversation. You think a battle, but we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see uh, tomorrow. Damn. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't checked our website out yet, it's uh, chapter by chapter podcast dot com. If you need to send us any questions or concerns. In fact, we got a email from one. Oh yes. We got somebody wrote into us and it was listen, it's a moment in history. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we thank you very much for taking the time to write in. Um I believe the letter was from Luz Theron Telemon. Yeah, he definitely signed it off as Luz Ter uh, Luz Theron Telemon and uh, the content of his message of his uh, uh, of his request was hey guys really like your podcast but you fucked up on this episode <laughs> and hey we appreciate it hey man uh, I'm glad that you're out there <laughs> watching us watching our backs <laughs> at least somebody is because we aren't <laughs> Luz Theron you're my boy we need you, all right? We need you to get us through the blight, through the darkness, all right? Absolutely. And through the taint. Oh, I, we need to get through and we that. thank you. It's awful. Uh, if anybody else has any questions so, or concerns, please send it to chapter by chapter. No, if anyone else wants to join the ranks, I'm going to say the five-star ranks that Luz Theron sits upon. Come at it. Come at him. Come at us. Come at all of us. Don't, actually, oh, boy. Listen, write us an email. Yeah, just send it to it's all just send it to chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com and just you piece of shit. <laughs> oh man. Too hot. Too hot. Catch us at tomorrow's episode, chapter fifty, titled Meetings at the Eye.